Hello, family. Hi. Y'all already know what time it is. I feel like somebody got excited when they saw Mrs. Flowers on oh, really? the podium. Yes. Really? Yes. They, all the comments, I love her. I love when she joined Aww. here. I love. So, yeah. That's sweet. Um, my, my rib is joining me. And tonight is just, it's similar kind of like um, when uh, the, the killing of George Floyd happened. Yeah. And we sat down and we did a session about um, our world has a fever. fever. Mm -hmm. Tonight's one of those. So it's kind of like an interlude or an intermission, if you will, of the Try Me series. But I think it's going to be fire. So uh, I need you to tag somebody. Tell them to come on in. Share this. Come on in. Yeah. And uh, you guys have been amazing. Uh, Try Me series, like we said last week, has over 600,000 views and I don't, I don't really know at all what God is doing, but I'm just glad to be on the team. Amen. I don't have to hit the game with a shot, but I am going to rock the jersey. Right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so take your screenshot, tag us, let us know where you are mm -hmm. in the world. We have a word tonight just for you, a necessary word. Help and us. Yeah. Uh, Help us, Lord. First, before we actually read... Um, our foundational text, I'm going to tell you why I think this is important for us to do this. A lot of us want to change, but the reason we're struggling to change is because we're trying to change at the fruit level right. versus the root level. Okay? Hmm. So we're so frustrated with the fruit of pornography watching. We're, we're frustrated with the fruit of anxiety. We're yeah. frustrated with the fruit of insecurity. Yeah. And so we do things, we try little methods to stop it. All that did was clip the fruit. But give it a few more days. Let that ex text you. Let somebody come at you the wrong type of way. Let somebody come at you on one of them days. You know how you have them days where like, I wish somebody would. <laughs> I wish somebody would. <laughs> one of those I days. I want you. I want you to. <laughs> I mean, that fruit just, just grew up in an instant. And um, I think that's because we're trying to change at the fruit level versus the root level. That's Most good. of us, depending on where you are in your Christian journey, you have heard of the story of Samson and Delilah. Right. If you have not, maybe later on down the line this year, we'll kind of break that story down. But a lot of us don't even recognize the issue with Samson and Delilah. Samson was already in trouble way before Delilah came on the scene. Right. He was already in, let's, let's just yeah, talk about it. Yeah, he has some issues. Y'all ready for this? Um, Judges chapter 14. Judges chapter 14, I'm going to read like three different passages of scripture where you can kind of see this, okay? Yeah. Judges chapter 14, maybe when you step over just a little bit where they can see. Okay. Judges chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Now Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Somebody say red flag. Red She's flag. a Philistine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he went up and told his father and mother saying, I have seen a woman. In Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me as my wife. Right. Then his father and mother said to him, Is there no woman? <laughs> Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren uh, or among all my people that you must go and get a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? Right. God already gave instructions. We already talked about this a long time ago with right. Solomon. Listen, we don't intermarry with them right. because they will turn your hearts oh, after their gods. Away. Right. Okay, so we already see Samson has a little issue with lust. He has a little issue with wrong picks. Right. And you know wrong picks create long cycles. All right. Okay. All right. Now look, Judges chapter 16. We're just going to read one verse. Jump down. Judges chapter 16, verse 1. It says, Now Samson went to Gaza and saw a harlot there and went into her. Bruh, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's up, man? I mean, that's very clear. It's clear. <laughs> he found there's him. No, <laughs> there's, there is nothing. I mean, it's this one sentence. That's it. He saw her and, it, you know, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. He went in there. Now, look, we ain't even talking about Delilah yet. We haven't even mentioned this is Delilah. Before pre Delilah. Somebody put in all caps patterns. 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 It started in Timnah. He's going to Gaza, finds a woman who lives a lifestyle of sexual and moral behavior. Right. Goes into her. That's what the Bible says. Right. Now let's look at verse um, four. Judges chapter 16, verse four. 
It says, afterward, it happened that he loved a woman. Are y'all saying this? How, how many of y'all know that he wasn't <laughs> in love with her? Right. I loved a woman in Timna. Now I just went into a woman in Gaza, right. but now I love you. Right. Right. All right. Afterward, right. it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek. Mm-hmm. Sidebar. The spirit of Delilah will always visit you in the valley. Okay. In that low season, mm-hmm. in that season of uncertainty, yeah. when you kind of struggling, like that spirit of Delilah will help you engage in quarantine and chill. Ooh. <laughs> All right. That spirit of Delilah, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistine came up to her and said to her, entice him and find out where his great strength lies and by what means we may overpower him that we may bind him to afflict him and every one of us will give you 1100 pieces of silver Mm. so Delilah said to Samson please tell me where your great strength lies brothers if a girl ever tells you this run please tell me (laughs) where your great strength lies and with what you may be bound to afflict you. Mm. Please, I want us to get this. So much conversations about the spirit of Jezebel, but I want you to take heed to the spirit of Delilah. Right. The spirit of Delilah is anything that tries to attack where you're strong. That's good. The spirit of Delilah wants to hit your strong spot and make you in bondage there. Yeah. This is why we hear the enemy the most in the area that we're most effective. Mm. So if you're a worshiper, the enemy is going to talk to you the most that you can't worship. You can't sing. Ain't nobody like you. You don't have oil for this. If you're a preacher, he's going to talk to you the most in that area. Wherever the enemy speaks to you the most is the area of your strength. Good. So we just feel needed, just necessary to be relevant on tonight. We want to speak around this thought from this subject, no more entanglements. Yeah. I know, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no more I know. entanglements. Um, let's pray and let's get to work. Father, you're awesome. Thank you for this opportunity of allowing us to come together, dissect your word, and just to discover, oh Lord, how could we be individuals who aren't bound, who aren't trapped, and who aren't entangled with the areas of sin yes. that is constantly trying to keep us back. We love you. We honor you. Anoint both of our lips to be the PA system of heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's get to work. Um, If you haven't noticed, um, depending on what generation you're in, this word entanglement has soared to popularity. It's been everywhere. Over the last week or so. Um, And if you don't know what entanglement is from a cultural definition, an entanglement is when you're in in a relationship where you'll say it's complicated. Right. A compromising relationship, one that you know you shouldn't be in. Right, right. You really, like, no, this is not going to last long, but you're still tolerating it. Right. And this is the crazy thing for me. How is it we have a whole generation who claims they cut off game strong? I'm just like, when, though? When? Right. If your cutoff game is so strong, why isn't it strong to cut off this entanglement? <laughs> this is not a new theme or a new subject. Right. The Bible refers to this as being ensnared. Yeah, yeah. This, this is all, this right. all in the word. Mm-hmm. Ensnared. And if I could believe if the devil could be a spider, I believe his web would be pleasure, mm. possessions, mm. power, and unaddressed pain. Wow. If the devil were a wow. spider, I believe his web would be pleasure, possessions, power, and unaddressed pain. That's good. If I could have a web of pleasure... Maybe they will become intoxicated with things that are killing them. Mm. And they don't even recognize I'm killing them softly. If I can get them to chase possessions, they'll be so caught up with trying to chase things and so caught up with trying to get cars and get houses. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have things, but he wants the things to have you. And you'll lie to get them. You'll compromise to get them. You'll forget Jesus to get them because I want more, which helps me engage in idolatry. And then if I can have the web of power, it don't matter who I got to hurt. It doesn't matter who I got to destroy. It doesn't matter who I got to paint a picture and lie to people about them. I want the position of power. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to be chauvinistic. I'm going to be narcissistic. I'm going to be a dictator because I want power. And then, if I was the devil, I'd make sure that you don't talk about your pain. Good. So that that pain could add layers to you where you can never address what's really going on. Wow. Let's talk. 
Okay, so entanglements, right? At first, I was like, wow, are we really doing this? Because it is kind of this, like, term that's getting thrown around, and it's, you know, okay, it's getting kind of cliche. But it, it did seem appropriate, seeing as though we talk about, you know, relationships and things right. like that. However, you, entanglement is just you being compromised or, you know, caught up or stuck. You know, if you look at another defini definition, it's just, you know, you being literally entangled, like you're wrapped up in something. And I think... In some time or another, we've been, everyone's been entangled in something or compromised or wrapped up or tied up. You know, the, the old folks used to say wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in sin. You know, you've been, you, you've been in something right. before. And I know um, a lot of times you're in these situations and you don't know how to get out. Like, you, 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 maybe you've been in it so long. Maybe you're so deep in it. And it, and it could be anything. It could be an addiction it could be a relationship. It could be a thought process. It, you're just wrapped up in something that you can't find your way out of it. Yeah. And sometimes it's not that we are in it ourselves. Sometimes we're born into entanglements. Woo. Sometimes we are born like in a compromised situation. Wow. Sometimes we are raised in a complicated environment. Wow. And so we have this illustration that we want to do. If, uh, I know we, we'd like to do illustrations, and we're, do, we're doing this one early on. So we're going to call our brother up. Once you guys see Once you guys see We want you to see an actual illustration of what the enemy really does want to do with you when, you, when he wants you to stay entangled or how, um, or how you can be entangled yeah. in your family or, and how that can prevent you from moving forward or, or it explains as to why you get into entanglements so easily yeah. or um, you can't find a way to get out of those entanglements. Yeah. So this is our brother, uh, Brother Torrance. Clap it up in the room for him. <laughs> put, some, put, some, put some claps in the room for Brother Torrance. So what, what I want you guys to see, and just to understand, this is no shade. We're not shooting no shots wow. and nobody, no red table. No, it was it was really an opportunity to, 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 talk to, to talk about this. Our DMs, our comments. Yeah, for real. There have been a lot of questions about, hey, I'm entangled, and hey, how do I? So I'm like, like you know what? Let's, let's just talk about it from the Bible, right? Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do it. So a, a lot of times, come closer, real quick. You ain't born yet. Oh. So this is gonna be our son. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we already have some entanglements. Right. We, we, we kind of wrapped up in our own stuff that we dealing with. We already on the usher. So caught up, we already have it. Yeah. Right? It's, it's compromised and it's complicated. We already got something complicated going on. So we come together mm -hmm. and we give birth to a son. Right. All right. Bam. Hey, son. So now that he's born, he don't even recognize that there's something that his daddy already has complicated in his life. Right. And his mama already, you know, got some complications. And not just that. You know, both of them together, their relationship is compromised or complicated. Mm. He's complicated. She's complicated. They, his, his, his grandma and grandpa is complicated. All of his friends and their parents, they complicated. His community. He lives in a community that is entangled Right. complicated, compromised, everything right. that he sees, right. okay? He doesn't really see anything that's not complicated. Right. Right. And so it just becomes he, he a part of who he is. He doesn't have the same opportunities as everybody has. Right. So now he's trying to move forward. Go ahead. He's trying to move forward. Right. But he don't even have a wife yet, but he's already tangled up. Right. He's tangled up with his daddy's tangled. Right. He's tangled up with his mama's issues. See? Right. And now you want a boo. Yeah. Now you want a husband. You already stressed you already have anxiety right now. Right, right. And so there's some things that we need to recognize. If I don't deal right. with the things that are already tangled up in my household, right, right. if I don't deal with the entanglement that happened in my childhood, right, right. it doesn't matter what I try to do. Right. I'm trying to be free already. Right, right. Because like, my issue, I, I'm entangled with pride, right, and low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and, and lust. So I got all these entanglements, and then I get with him. And and then he has uh he he's he's a he's chauvinistic okay mm -hmm. he's a narcissist I like to drink and he's selfish right yeah. so he's tangled up with that and then we got two entangled people getting together and we have an entangled child <laughs> now look look at this look at this and sometimes the mother could be praying 
Right. So she's trying. Trying to be free. Trying to be free. Right. But due to the pain of me not being in this brother's life. Right. He's been in more because of me. Right. Because of the daddy's addiction. Right. Uh, because of the daddy issues. Right, 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 right. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ready for this? Listen, entanglement. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Y'all ready brother. for this? We I mean, appreciate he was acting it. out. He was, he was like, ugh, can't get... <laughs> and, and listen, some of our lives look like that, right? Like, some of our lives and our relationships look like that. We want to move forward. We want to be free. We want to be healthy. And we want to have healthy and holistic relationships. Or not just relationships. You want to be healthy in your mind. You want to be yeah. healthy with your interactions. And your, you want to make healthy decisions. But yeah. you have all of this crazy compromised um things going on inside of you and you and and you struggle to to get out of it i know for me personally um i know a lot of my entanglements or things that i dealt with in regards to getting into relationships um is because i had low self-esteem issues and um a lot of that entanglement did come from the entanglements of 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 my father and because i saw dysfunction in him and I saw um, things that were compromised and complicated in our lives growing up. Yeah. I know that it affected me. And I, and I know I've talked about this before, but I think we, we have addressed the fact that if you don't, you know, understand those patterns, you'll keep uh, perpetuating those bad cycles over and over again. Yeah. So you have to be willing to confront those. I know we talked about weeks back about how you, you know, when you identify what something is in your life or in your bloodline, we talked about being bloodline shifters and like, I'm not going to let this carry on to my generation, you know, or, or my children, because I know that I already dealt, you know, my mom dealt with this and I'm, I'm going to be that, you know, that breaker. And it's the same type of thing. Um, you have to ask yourself some questions though. So like, what do I do when I get angry? Or what do I do when I get lonely? Or what do I do when I get depressed? Yeah. And that will explain to you, this is why I get into these entanglements. This yeah. is why, you know, I, I, I smoke. Or this is why I drink. Or this is why I feel like I have to be around people all the time. Or this is why I feel like I have to be in relationship after relationship. This is why I feel like I can't be alone. This is why I feel like I can't be by myself. Or this is why I feel like I can only be by myself because I can't trust people, right? So you, you, it's, it's more than just an entanglement with uh, another person. A lot of times, and most of the times, the entanglement is within. Talk. A lot of it. Like you are entangled with other people because you have a lot of compromise and complicated things within your mind and within your heart and within your soul. And you really need to be free. Like you're, you're tied. Like uh, when I looked at the definition, uh, it was like it, it used like, you know, like a dolphin is entangled uh, in a net. So a lot of us is like, you know, like um, like our brother Torrance here is like you, you are so wrapped up in time and, it, and you can't break free from it. And the only way that you can break free is really through an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Like seriously, like he, he can be the only one that that, uh, that helps you to break free from that. But if you don't ask yourself those questions and have those identifying things to help you like why do I get an entanglement after entanglement like why is it that I, I I can't break free from this particular issue or sin or problem or stronghold you have to be will, willing to 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 get to that place where you like okay God show me so you can be free from that because what you will do is you'll just recycle familiar pain You'll just keep recycling this from because it's because it's familiar to you that that entanglement because maybe you you grew up in it. Yeah. Maybe you know that it, you do have those generational cycles. So it's a familiar pain that keeps re recycling going over and over and over again and you can't break free from it. Yeah. Okay? And I'm not saying, however, that that's an excuse to keep doing it because at some point in our lives as adults, we have to be willing to take control of our lives and allow God to reign, okay? And because I used to blame my father for all of my dysfunction. And I mean, we, I have good memories of him, you know, and they're good, but the, the bad memories are bad. And I know that affected me, but I had to get to a point. I'm like, I can't keep blaming him for the bad decisions that I made. Yes, it affected me. And yes, it entangled me at one point. But I had to get to a point where, like I said, the cycle breakers, I have to cut that. Like, I, I, I'm going to find my way to work out this entanglement. And, you know, I got this illustration in my head just a couple of minutes ago. Like, y'all see I have natural curly hair, right? 
and it gets tangled real easily, especially if I don't feel like doing nothing with it. <laughs> like when I want to just throw it up in a ponytail, the next day I throw it up in a ponytail, the next day I throw it up in a ponytail. Yeah. Guess what? When it's time for me to wash it, it's extra super duper tangled, right? So I got this comb, and if I'm just like, you know, anybody that got that natural hair, you know, you understand the struggle is real, right? <laughs> and, you know, I got my comb, and I'm trying to, you know, it's tangled so bad. But you know what? Sometimes we got to use something like a detangler, you know, or a conditioner to help comb through the tangles because you're going to be really hurting yourself and breaking your hair off if you keep just trying to shove this comb through. And that's the same thing. I know it's kind of a, you know, a, kind of a trivial analogy, but it is like some, you need some detangler. You need Christ to come in and detangle some things in your heart and detangle some things in your soul because if you don't allow it to come in, it's just you're going to be continuing to hurt yourself. And okay, and you're going to be breaking some things in your heart over and over and over again. And you'll be jumping from person to person and relationship to relationship. And you're going to try to find things to fulfill it. Okay. And you're not going to be able to do it. I don't, I don't know if you remember this, uh, but as you were talking about this, this was like, I don't know, like year three of our marriage, right? Uh, she was like, yeah, I need to cut my hair. I said, no, we're not cutting your glory. <laughs> we're not, we're not cutting your glory. He doesn't understand. Um, but she told, but you told me something powerful as you were speaking just then. It came back to me. You told me, you said, I have to cut the dead ends. If I don't cut the dead ends, it won't grow. Right. Right. The way that you experience growth is you have to have something cut. Right, 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 right. And, and a lot of us, we don't even recognize there's some things that Jesus is trying to cut. Yeah. Let's go ahead and clear the air so that nobody thinks that anybody's better than anybody. All of us are entangled without Jesus. Come on. That's why Jesus came. We all He came up. because he recognized we they are stuck. entangled with sin. Yes. They are stuck in sin. Yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. want them to be like this. Right, right, right. So right. we could be like, well, I ain't never getting up. We all have something in our life that yeah. we need Jesus to cut. Amen. That's I need so you can cut it so I could be free from it. Mm -hmm. And just like you told me, until he cuts it, you won't grow. Right. You won't grow until it cuts off you not being able to be without somebody for a season. Some of us need a relationship fast. Yeah. Yes. Fast, fast from men for yes. a while. Fast from women for a while. Right. You've never had a season where it's just you. Man. It is just you. Right. I need to discover the entanglement within myself. Be it's alone. Like, it's actually kind of unfair if you never have a season of your life where you discover all the things that you have not. Right. All the areas where stuff is tangled up. Yeah. If I don't actually invest and try to discover what is some thing, what are some right. things on the inside of me right. that I need God to cut? What right. are some things on the inside of me that yeah. God needs to put in order? That's good. How much more am I going to be able to help somebody else when I'm dealing with my own entanglements? That's good. When I have ensnares in my soul? Yeah. Oh, God, this is so good. This is how I believe we recycle, like you said, yeah. recycle pain. Yeah. And we keep on experiencing things and we wonder, why do I keep getting hurt? Why do I keep ending up like this? Right. We never dealt with what's on the inside. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, man, if, it's so, so vitally important because we are literally tied up inside. We're tied up in knots. Mm. Some of us, you are so tied up in knots. And, 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 and then you think all of this stuff is going to fix it or fulfill it. It's not. Like, you can actually be in a functional, like, a, 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 with a good person and a somewhat functional relationship, but because you're so tied up within yourself, yeah. you're, you're going to just make matters worse or you're gonna, it's, it's going to ruin a relationship because you haven't dealt with the entanglements within yourself. And you can think a whole lot of, and people try so many things to fix it. You can try to have children. You can try to move to a different state. You can try to, you know, start another career path. And that's what people do. Like, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe this job isn't, well, you know, I'll, you'll, you'll just change your career. Or maybe, you know what, let me just travel the world and do this. Or may, maybe just, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll go here. Or maybe, no, nothing is going to solve it. Like, literally, what sometimes we talked about fasting, but sometimes you literally just have to get on your face. Talk, girl. Get on your face and say, God, I need you to heal me. God, I need you to break this. God, I need you to fix this. God, I need you to show me this. Like some, you just literally have to get on your face sometimes and cry out to God and say, Lord, I am tied up in this thing. I am wrapped up in this. I, I can't get free. I want to be free, but I can't. Yeah. And I need you to show me how to be free. 
And then that thing about being alone, that is so vitally important. Like a lot of people don't know how to be by themselves. Yeah. They don't. They don't know how to be. And because you can be alone and not be lonely. And some people think that if I'm alone, then, then I'm, I'm automatically going to be lonely. When you really have Christ and he is your everything and you have an intimate, loving, fulfilled relationship with him, you are never lonely. He will give you all the company necessary more than any other person. You can be more fulfilled than with any, in, in any relationship. But if you continuously be entangled or allow yourself to, to be entangled in, in whatever is going on in your soul, whether it is an addiction or whether it is a relationship or any other type of thing that you struggle with, if you don't allow God to cut it and, and allow you to, to break free, then you're going to keep perpetuating it over and over and over and over again, year after year and year, year after year. And, you're, and you'll, you'll end up being 50 and 60 and 70 years old dealing with the same stuff. We hear it all the time when we go and we travel. Like, I wish I heard this type of stuff when I was, you know, 20 years old or 30 years old. I wish I had this type of teaching because, you know, people just, they just settle for the dysfunctional stuff. They just settle for the stuff that's unhealthy and they don't ever battle. Like go to battle, like we said, the war with the flesh and spirit. You don't ever take the time to go to war with that stuff and allow him to work your, you, 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 work you out of it so you can be free. Yeah. And I, wanted to, I, I, want, I really did want to bring out this scripture in Hebrews um, chapter 12. And it says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. In some versions, it actually does say entangled. Yeah. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, yeah. who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yeah. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. And that's what some of us are. We are weary, we're discouraged, and we are in this place where we don't think we can have any better. We don't yeah. think we can do any better. We, yeah. can we, we don't think we can move forward, and then we just settle. Yeah. And, it is so, and that's what the enemy, that's the trap that the enemy wants to use because it's so easy to get into it. It's easy to take that first drink. Yeah. It's hard to get delivered from alcoholism, Right? It's easy oh, to get in, to go on that first date, but it's hard to get out of that dysfunctional, abusive relationship, right? It's easy to take that smoke that first time, but it's hard to get free from addiction. Okay, so the enemy wants to like, oh, it's easy to get to get caught up in this stuff, but and then he, that's when he gets you trapped, and then it's hard for you to break out. But that's why you need Christ, because with Christ, He's the one that's gonna break you free. So if you feel like you've been caught in this thing for too long, you have to go to Christ. You have to allow him to break that stuff off of you. Because I'm telling you, the enemy is going to keep you trapped. He's going to keep you bound. He's going to keep you stuck. He's going to keep you in that place. And then you'll never, ever be able to, to be free. And that's what the, the enemy doesn't want you to be free. He wants you to be stuck. He wants you to be in, in, in these entanglements. Yeah. Yeah. He wants you bound. Girl, you better preach. She started getting passionate. When that vein pop out that neck, she in it. <laughs> She and, and, and you said something when we were studying. I don't, I don't want um, you to overlook it. You said um, when we were preparing this, you were like, you know, sometimes the key to overcoming entanglements is by be willing to unlearn. Oh, yeah. Be willing to unlearn. See, a, a lot of times, if I just say it how I want to say it, a lot of us are used to dysfunction. Right. A lot of us are just used to toxic relationships. Right. And we almost call that normal. I remember back in high school, um, a girl, <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, but she told me, she said, Jerry, you too nice. Right? I was like, okay. Right. She was like, um, you don't even really seem like the type of person I would really like argue with. You know, they always tell us like makeup sex is the best. I'm like, where are you in your head? Right. Where are you in your head that you like, I want a relationship where we could argue and then have makeup sex. Girl, that's hot. No, it's not. That's dysfunctional. That's right. toxic thinking. Right. How about I want a relationship to where we could talk things through with maturity? How yeah. about that? How about we have a relationship where I don't always, while you're sitting there talking, think of my clapback. And I'm not so, so ready to respond to you based on what offended me, but I'm actually trying to understand your side. Mm. How about maturity? So do you want to touch on that? Like, What's like something that you think, um, because I think there are a lot of things that we prefer, but like, 
How can we, or what is an important area that you think we should unlearn? Well, I think you said it. I think with, I mean, if it's in regards to, to relationships, I think people need to unlearn preferences. You know, Woo. I think that... Um, Hold on, don't just breeze past that. Unlearn preferences. Yeah, and it seems like a really, wow. like, superficial, like, you know, type of, like, oh, preference. You know, we've talked about it before, you know, pre mm, you know, mm, getting mm. over that. But I think uh, a lot of us, it's, it's keeping us entangled because we, ha we prefer a certain thing in a relationship, whether it's a certain look or whether it's a certain wow. way that they, you know, certain car that they drive or a certain status or, or, or whatever. And, and that's our standard. So we have this preference... And we allow it to drive our attractions and, and, and we allow it to drive our relationships because we have this preference. And a lot of times the preference is what messes us up and keeps us entangled in bad and unfruitful relationships. Yeah. And when we allow purpose to override preference, which I know we've said before, then we can have fruit and, and okay. God can use it to, to get glory. Can y'all believe I wasn't her preference? Are we going, are can, we going there right can now? Can y'all believe that? Y'all stretch your hands. We're going there. Stretch Are you hands. going there? <laughs> um, no, but what, what what she said is so powerful. But I think also not just relationally. Right. I think we have. So a, much deeper. I think we have preferences for God. Right. I think there are ways we want God to do it. And if he doesn't do it, we think he's silent. Right. I'm going to go deeper. I believe some people have actually stopped prayer. Because they're saying God is not answering them. Right. But he is. He's just not answering them in the way that you want him to. Right. Is it that God is really silent or is it he's not speaking what you prefer? Mm -hmm. God, this is so good. Right. And so you're like, I'm going to stop all this prayer stuff because I prayed and asked God to do this. It's not telling me what I want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, God. I, I, I asked God to let me get this and he ain't do it. I asked him to help me get this raise. He ain't do it. Right. I prefer for 2020 to be my year. You know, new year, new me. Right. But every single thing I pray for, God is doing the opposite. Here it is. Reality check. God does not have to do it the way we want to do it. Right. Listen, we are not the ones that control. God is. He usually and doesn't. When he, <laughs> he is a terrible <laughs> negotiator. I don't know if y'all ever tried it. Y'all ever try to negotiate with God? Well, God, well, God if I do this... Then, then okay, that. that would be great, yeah. God. And then by 25, God, if you if I did this, then you're gonna do that. Then you're gonna do that. And, oh, okay, by 36. Matter of fact, God, if I fast, okay, and God, I, you know I'm seeing you see me doing this, right? Let me not have sex for six months, God, and then I want you to just make it happen. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do you this favor, God. I'm gonna do you this little favor. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and try it. No, you know, but you know, I'm I, I'm gonna need you to do all this for I, me. I need you, God. When I move, you move just like that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and so now we get so discouraged because we are presenting to God our deadline. But the thing about it is he's not on the time clock. He's not on the time clock. And I think there, there are phases of this. I yeah. think the enemy has like phases of entanglements, if you will. Mm -hmm. I think the first phase is the lure. So I create like this, this little chart I want us to see of how I believe the enemy kind of gets us to get entangled, right? Right. Um, it's via the lure, the draw, and the hook. Yeah. Okay? The lure, the draw, and the hook. Right. All right. So if, if we look at this, what is the lure? It is the bait. It is the bait. Please hear me. Hmm. The enemy studies where you are weak. That's good. He studies what has been your ancestor's weakness. He studies what is a weakness in your blood. He studies what are the days Good. when they seem to be more out of character than others. Yeah. What are the seasons? For some of us, it's cuffing season. You know what cuffing season is? <laughs> That's when it gets cold. During this season, they get more depressed. Around Valentine's Day, they get more suspect. Right, right. Around the summertime, they get a little less modest. I'm studying you, and the reason he does this is because, please hear me, the enemy always makes sure that weakness will always meet opportunity. God, it's so good. Yes. He will always make sure that weakness meets opportunity. Right. So he has a bait. Mm -hmm. He has a bait, something that he presents to us. And a lot of us don't recognize we're not tangled yet, mm -hmm. but it's something that he knows could possibly trip us up. Right. And so then he has a draw. What is that? That is a smoke. Right. That is the thing that we begin to walk to. That is the thing that we begin to get curious about. That is the thing that we begin to pursue. We're not on fire, but we are starting to choke, <laughs> choke on the smoke. That's good. But a lot of us don't recognize as soon as you smell the smoke, that means retreat. But we have this outlook. How, how close can I get to the line? Before, right. What, what can I do right. before sin? 
And let me look up some other couples. Did y'all do this? Right. Did you do that? Right. Did you do this? And you feel on the inside you're not already supposed to be doing it. Right. But there's this draw. There's right. this drawing. Now, the hook is when we bit the bait. And now we wonder why, man, I just, I feel like I'm hooked on weed. Yeah. I feel like I'm just, I'm hooked on alcohol and yeah. I want to be free from it. And what we're trying to get you to identify, can you identify the bait? Can you identify the same type of warfare has been after you since you were 16, mm -hmm. since you were 26, since you're 36? The enemy never has to use his left jab yeah. if he keeps on knocking you out with his right punch. That's good. I don't need to switch up the strategy because I've been hitting you your whole life. Yeah. I've been hitting you with bitterness your whole life. I've been hitting you with lust your whole life. So I never need to switch it up. I never need to switch it up. And I think we need to understand it's the lure the draw, yeah. and the hook. That's What's good. I, I think that it's important for us to understand that um, it's, it's really a choice, and it's yeah. a decision that you make. Just like when you choose Christ, yeah. you have to choose to be free. You have to choose to say no more. You have to choose to, to say, I'm not going to keep perpetuating this cycle um, year after year after year, um, yeah. because society does want you to do that. Right. Society wants you to jump from relationship to relationship. Society wants you to eat that cheeseburger because he knows, you know, when you, you eat that cheeseburger, it's going to be, you know, hard for you to lose weight. Like, that's the Lord. That's the bait. You know what I'm saying? But, but really, it's, it's, it's a deeper issue. Really, really you, you're entangled with um, emotional problems. <laughs> so you, you, you eat yourself out of misery or you eat yourself wow. out of pain. And so you're entangled with that. And then, you know, it's I easy see. to do that. It's easy to eat that donut, but it's hard for you to lose weight. It's hard for you to work out. It's hard for you to drink that water. You know what I'm saying? That's the enemy wants to keep tricking you year after year after year of your life um, and, 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 and ultimately try to defeat you. And so you have to choose victory. I want to add something to that. Uh, okay. It's amazing. He always talks about the cheeseburger. Uh-huh. Or the enemy always talks about the ice cream. Yeah. Basket Robins, 31 flavors. We have yeah. sprinkles, whipped cream. But he never talks oh. about the calories. Right. Never. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like... We get entangled by not looking at the fine print. It's good. Have y'all ever seen commercials like this? Like there's some commercial, um, somebody has uh, like a sexually transmitted disease or something, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, I got this. And the other person's like, and I don't. Right? And they're together. And we're happy. And they have some medication they're right. offering, right? But it's when not going to stop me. It's not going to stop me. You can have great fun with your partner, but at the end of that commercial, <laughs> when you get that fine print, may cause heart attack, sudden death, stroke. I'm like, bro. Right, said, right, you right. You sound like you're doing an auction. Yeah. May cause heart attack, sudden death. If you have a stroke, if you have I'm like, Blood bro. Blood clots. <laughs> the enemy wants us to breeze past right. what could possibly get us entangled. Right, right. That's go so ahead. good. I'm sorry. And, you know, I wanted to, uh, to touch on this. Uh, I, I really want to go back to the, that alone thing. Uh, and, and the enemy wants to use um, isolation for some of us. And mm. I feel like that, you know, especially during this particular season, right. um, a lot of people are isolated. And so the enemy is using this season to for people to get in yeah. uh, unhealthy attachments and entanglements. Mm. And um, a lot of people, it's not necessarily, yes, okay, I'm getting in bad entanglements. A lot of people... They're introvert. People call themselves introverts, but it's really um, they're entangled with their own pain and, and, and dysfunction within themselves that they push everybody away. Wow. And so some people mask pain and hurt and say, I'm an introvert. But wow. really, you've been hurt so many times in bad entanglements that you've gotten yourself involved in that you don't trust people. That's good. And so I think uh, that's another thing. Um, I just wanted to address it because it's another thing that I think people put under the radar, like, I just, you know, I just keep to myself. No, you've really been hurt around. You're not really a real introvert. You know, some people are legit introverts yeah. and they get, you know, I've heard that they, they, they get re-energized when they're by themselves. Yeah. And, you know, when they, you know, when they get around people, it's draining, you know. But then some people, because they've been in bad entanglement after bad entanglement, bad relationship after bad relationship, uh, bad, you know, bad situation or whatever after bad situation, you just want to isolate yourself yeah. and keep to yourself. And, and that's, that's not God either because we need people, okay? We need people to help us. 
And I'm not saying don't, you know, don't be wise and don't get in bad situ- uh, relationships. I'm saying God, uh, allow God to heal you so yeah. you can love people and allow his love to flow through you so you can be a light to other people. Yeah. And then on top of that, if you don't allow God's uh, love to flow through you, then you're not really forgiving, okay? Mm-hmm. And then God, you know, and that's, that's not good either because God can't forgive you if you don't forgive others, okay? And then that's an entanglement on its own, you know? And then that you, when you're isolated, that allows room for the enemy to counsel you, right? Especially if you're not drawing close to, to Christ, which most of the times you're not. You're really counseling yourself or you're, or you're, or you're allowing things that are unfruitful um, to, to counsel you and, to, and you're feeding yourself with things that aren't really helping you. And so that gives room for the enemy to, to speak to you and his voice to be louder, And then that will continue to to make you dwell on unhealthy thoughts. Uh, And and, and it can really lead to something that's very, very detrimental to you and very, very dangerous. So um, those of you out there that that are claimed to be introverts, but you're really not, you're just hurt. Hmm. That's something that you need to allow God to heal too. Okay. That's an entanglement within your soul. All right. You, you, you're not meant to be isolated and by yourself. Okay. And I know that those, entanglements may have really, really damaged you. Yeah. They have maybe really, really, whether it was, in, whether it was from your family, your father, another relationship, a friendship, um, a, a somebody at your job, some, some sort of relationship in your life really damaged you and really hurt you and left you to the, pl- to the point where you don't trust anybody. Yeah. And you don't want to be around people and you stick to yourself. That's another way for the enemy to keep you trapped and stuck. Yeah. Okay? Because another definition when I was looking up is like, the, uh, an enemy uh, coming to, like, if there's a war, if there's a battle, uh, one side will set up something so that the enemy can get trapped in it, okay, entangled. So the enemy is trying to get you trapped into something, okay, because this is a war over your soul. Remember that. It's so much deeper, yeah. okay, than, than something surface. Like, I just don't do people or, you know, uh, okay, I'll just, you know, that relationship didn't work. On to the next. You know, it's so much deeper. There's a war. You know, and I, and I said this in weeks before. There's a battle and you're, you know, over your soul, and there's a battle within you as well. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and God wants us to have the victory, but the enemy wants us to stay defeated, like I said. So if you don't take the time to recognize and acknowledge those things about yourself, take a good look in the mirror. Yeah. Take a good look in the mirror and, and, and be like, man, God, help me. Yeah. I, I am like this. I, 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 I'm hurt by something my mother did, the entanglements that I saw them in. I'm hurt by my father. I'm hurt by my ex-husband. I'm hurt by my ex-wife. I'm hurt by my child's father. Let's just be real about it. I'm hurt by these people. And I keep trying to find other things to, to help me and to fulfill me. And I get more and more and more wrapped up. And, I'm, and, and, and now I'm just stuck in this place by myself. Yeah. A lot of you are like, I'm by myself. And I don't feel like I don't have anybody. That understands what I'm going through. I'm just stuck in this place. I'm entangled in my own thoughts. I'm entangled in my own pain. I'm entangled in my own dysfunction. I'm entangled in all of my own craziness. And I'm just stuck in this place and I can't break free. But God wants to free you from that. God wants you. He doesn't want you to be by yourself. There are people that that will love you. There are people that that will will walk, walk this walk with you. If you allow God to heal you and allow God to let you trust again. And use wisdom before you get into these, you know, unhealthy entanglements, if you will. Yeah. Uh, as you're, you know, expounding on it, I think for me, the question always is how. You know, how did I get entangled and how right. did I get out? Right. I think the church does an excellent job of telling us what we're doing wrong. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we have perfected the skill of calling out issues. Yeah. I don't think we have perfected the skill of giving you the strategy or the blueprint on how to get out of this and how did this happen. Like, just for starters, if I just be brutally honest, um, we're striving to present to you biblical accuracy and kingdom. There is no such thing as separated. If you guys are married, you're still married. Uh, You you could be in a whole nother city, have your own car, another job, apartment. In God's eyes, y'all are still married. Right. So it's not necessarily an entanglement. And I think sometimes we, are, we call things, um, we try to think of names to make it sound not as bad as it is. Right. Like, let's just be straight up. Well, you know, while this is going on, I was in an entanglement. Or while this was going on, you know, I was entertaining. Truth is, it's adultery. Yeah. 
it's adultery. It just sounds so bad when you say it like that, right? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I had an affair. No, it, it was unfaithful. Yeah. And so a lot of times I think we try to reduce the intensity of what it is by trying to give other names to it, right? Mm-hmm. That how aspect, how did I get here? How did I get out? There's, there's this um, last illustration that I think we're, we're pretty much done. I mm-hmm. want to show you of how do we get entangled. I want you to hold one side. Um, I think, just scoot back just a little bit. I think we get entangled by three things. Revisiting, lingering, yeah. and circling. That's okay? good. I think a lot of the entanglements, now of course we kind of broke down some things we were born into. Right. All throughout you know, the Tribe Me series, we talked about familiar spirits mm-hmm. and uh, a trauma breaker. Just yeah. being able to understand that there are a lot of things that existed before I ever tried to engage in my own life, right? But I think this is this revisiting, right? this lingering. Okay, so let me show you what this looks like, all right? So I know this relationship is kind of unhealthy, mm-hmm. right? But I just kind of keep revisiting it. Right. And it pleases my flesh, but then I go, I listen to a message by uh, Jerry Flowers and Tanisha Flowers, <laughs> And I get convicted. I'm like, ah, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. 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 But, man, I really liked what it made me feel. Right. I really, I really, like, we, we do get along. Mm-hmm. We, do, we do get along. Like, we really do. Right. But, I, man, I should probably delete this text. I should probably delete the text. Yeah. And then we keep on revisiting. Somebody say revisiting. Revisiting. So I'm, I'm, I'm revisiting this situation. Yeah. And as you notice, every time I'm revisiting... She's getting what? Entangled. Entangled. <laughs> and then I begin to linger. So I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with going over there? Right. Uh, just hanging I, around. We, we just hanging around. We just, we're just having fun. Yeah. That's all we're doing. Right. And so now I went from just being a place of having my own struggle, but due to revisiting, do the lingering. Yeah. And I've already been circling you because I'm thinking about it. Should I or shouldn't I? Right, right. Should I right. or shouldn't I? Right. Maybe she loves me. Maybe she doesn't. Right, right. Maybe she, and so now, look at this woman. She's entangled. Now, don't try over. to fall for real. I'm about to fall over. No, I'm about to fall over because it's kind of tight. <laughs> and I think this is how our life is. Yeah. A lot of a us lot are of in tight are situations. Like yeah. It's real. A lot of us are dealing with some tight pain. But we're trying to let you know that Jesus wants to come in your life and say, listen, I forgive you of that. Right. It don't matter what mama did. Right. It doesn't matter what mama didn't do. Right. It doesn't matter what your father did. Right. It doesn't matter what your father didn't right. do. There's a person I've called you to be, and I got to get right. rid of this. Right. When a baby is born, what right. they have to do is cut the umbilical cord. Yeah. And there's some umbilical cords that we have that has us trapped, that has us entangled. Yes. And Jesus is saying, I want to take all this from you. I want you to be free. But yes. now you got to give it to me. I untangled you. But you got to give it to me. I want you to be free. I want you wow. to trust me. I know he haven't came yet, but Ooh. trust me, I have better plans for you. I know yeah. that the promotion haven't happened yet. I need you to give this to me. I want to take you to another realm. I need you to give this to me. I know COVID is hard and it's difficult, but I got you. Oh I'm gosh. Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Will you give it to me? I've untangled you. A lot of us are doing this with the Lord. We're in this tug of war match Ooh. and we're calling it entangled, but you're not entangled. Yes. There's something that you don't want to let go. God's saying, let go of it. Let go of it. Do you trust me? I got you. Let go of it. And until you get to that place, to I trust that God can untangle me, but now I got to give it to him. Yeah. I got to give it to him. How did I get here? I keep revisiting, I keep lingering, and I keep circling around things. Good. And I think point number one, I have to increase my devotion because devotion gives me direction. The more devoted I get, the more directed I get. Yeah. I won't be entangled in some things if I'm hearing God's voice clearly. That's good. And we already stated throughout the Tribe Me series, if the advantage for the Christian is I can hear God's voice, the warfare strategy of the enemy is to make sure that you cannot discern voices. Right. I want to cl- like flood your life with clutter when yeah. you cannot discern God's voice. Right. Increase devotion. If I don't know the voice of God, in devotion. I won't know the voice of God in direction. Right. And if I don't know his voice in direction, I won't know the voice to do introspection. That's good. The enemy's trying to add trauma. And what is trauma? Trauma is hell's attempt to add a bookmark to your story. Yeah. God. 
Increase devotion. Somebody said devotion. Devotion. Point number two, walk with the devoted. Who in your life has a devotion life? Not based on their mouth, but based on their life. Right. They're like free. when I hang with you, I get free from stuff. I get convicted just watching you. There's some things I want to change by just being around you. Yeah. See, I want the type of relationships, all we are right now, and this is something I prayed for years ago when she was in Oklahoma. She didn't even know. She was crying about some dude who broke her heart, but there was some little boy down in Houston, Texas, who was praying for a woman like her. I want relationships that advance the kingdom and terrify hell. Right. When we get together, hell is in trouble. When we get together, hell is terrified. I don't want nothing that caused me to be entangled with sin. Right. I want something to help me advance the kingdom. I got to walk with the devoted. When a boxer's in training and a boxer's in a ring, the quality of that fight is not just due to his training. It's also tied to the quality of his corner, yeah. not the quantity. I need to have quality in my corner. I need a good cut man because some things in life are going to hit me and it's going to hurt, but I need to be able to bleed somewhere. A lot of us are in trouble because you have no safe place to bleed. Right. Where are you bleeding at? On social media, Facebook, ING? That's not the safe place to bleed. I need to find a place to bleed if it's in the prayer closet or if it's with a Christian therapist. I need to find some place to bleed. Walk with the devoted. And the last one, be devoted to the process. Devoted to the process. Jesus, when he was tempted, and the enemy was tempting him and said, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the earth. I begin to think about that. Jesus was given the opportunity, like, I want, I, want, I want to save all humanity. But the enemy was like, but I can make you look good. Worship me, and I'll give you everything in this world. But Jesus basically said, you can't crown me until you cross me. You can't crown me until you cross me. I'm going to get all that later. I'm going to get your keys. Y'all know the devil don't even have the keys to his own home. <laughs> he would have the keys of his own home. I'm going to get the keys. I'm going to set captivity free. Yeah. But first, I got to be crossed. Ooh. And what we're trying to get somebody to be convinced of tonight Jesus. is a lot of us are looking for crowns without crosses. I got to get crossed first. Us, I got to crucify my flesh first. Yeah. I got to have my mind renewed first. Yeah. I got to fast first. Right. I got to ask God for forgiveness first. Yeah. I got to live a life of repentance first. Lay down our I got to lay down my weights first. Jesus. If not... It's like Samson. I'm overlooking what's happening in Timnah, and it's manifested in Gaza, and the enemy's always going to present me with a Delilah. So we pray that on tonight we have the revelation. God, help us to do an introspection. I don't want to be entangled. I don't want to just adopt a cultural colloquialism and say it's complicated. I don't want it's complicated. I want his kingdom. I want when people see whatever it is that you have for me, they can say, I know God did that. I want people when they look at us, oh God, to say, you know what? It's not even about Jerry. It's not even about Tanisha. It's obvious heaven put them together so that they could campaign the kingdom. I want to have a relationship. I want to have an assignment. I want to have a calling. I want to have a fulfillment. I want to have a purpose, oh God, that is obvious that you're with me. And whatever it is, God, that I've been tangled up with, God, unwrap me. Untangle me. Make me your letter. Sign me and forward me to the world. And give me the confidence to let go of any and everything that's keeping me in this trap, that's keeping me in this web. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.